0: Just hanging out, you know, chilling, waiting for people to show up here. Yeah, what's up, Max Alexander? Woo! Give it a couple seconds. Wait for some people to show up. Let me find this here box score. Really want to check that TOI. Where are you at? Where are you, TOI Flyers? There we go. Where is my guy? Okay. (laughs) What did he play a total of here? Three eleven. Alright, so people are showing up, so let's get started. Game face. Check it out, everybody. Got the home dog shirt, got this, got the hookup over at Cheggies and Pete's tonight. Uh, Go birds, but let's get the show started, shall we? Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good! Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's post-game show right here on Facebook Live. My name is Bill Matts. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Hey, how about that win, huh? Big overtime come from behind win on Eric Lindros' Jersey retirement night. Took down those actually good Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh... I, I thought this was a fun game to watch. I thought it was good, tight checking uh, for for the first period. Um, neither team really created a ton of scoring chances, opened up a little in the second, but uh, Flyers just really couldn't get much going, couldn't capitalize on the few opportunities they had. I thought the third period was uh, good, just good effort. Just uh, that's how you come back. That's how you come back and win. I, and you got a great, you got good Neuvert tonight. Uh, we, we talked here about there's there's two Neuvert's there's good Neuvert there's bad Neuvert and uh you got good Neuvert tonight and he talked about in uh I saw a little bit of his uh his interview as he was coming off the ice about how just getting those 20 minutes in New York the other night just kind of got him warmed up got him going a little because he hasn't uh he hasn't played since before the bye week which I didn't even realize uh it's it's been a little bit for him um the bye week feels like it was so long ago. It was only a couple of games ago, but I don't know. It just feels like we haven't seen Neuver in forever. This was only what his tenth start this year, I think. So uh, got got really good Neuver tonight. Made some huge clutch saves in that third period. How about that OT winner? They don't they don't start OT with the uh, with the Giroux Vorchek ghost line. They go they go Connect Konechny Provorov. The you know how much did we talk last year about how badly we wanted to see connect me in three on three and uh, hackstall just wouldn't give it to us come out tonight they have the one rush right down the flyers end when is this is this not plugged in there we go okay uh, they have the one rush right down the flyers end flyers take it right back boom game Uh, Sean Couturier was at 26th on the season. What a goal! What a season for him! Uh, what an effort out of that Nolan Patrick line tonight. I thought for uh, for a lot of this game, Nolan Patrick was the best flyer. Uh, definitely for, through um, the first two periods, he got that goal to get things going. Just really showed off that uh, really showed off that second effort. That uh, if you just watch some highlights of uh, of, of Patrick from uh when he was with brandon um you see you see a lot of those second effort plays, a lot of um you know get the initial shot and then do exactly what he did. I really liked seeing what I saw out of him. he and wheel and uh Simmons are continuing to really um, build some chemistry and play well and that 's a really encouraging sign. they said on the broadcast that if the flyers are going to make this push it's got to be uh, uh nolan patrick's going to have to be a big part of it and when you see the matchups that the third line is going to be um, the third line is going to be able to take advantage of some matchups, uh, given the amount of talent uh, that the Flyers have on that, that line with the second overall pick centering, you know, Jordan wheel, who was just absolutely sensational for them down the stretch last year. And then Wayne Simmons, who's a bona fide 30 goal scorer in this league. So um, given the amount of talent they have on that line, they should be able to, uh... no, I don't want to, Update. Goddamn fucking updates. Always when I'm in the middle of this. Updates. Um, I, I distracted myself yelling at the technology. Uh, yeah. I, I, so you look at this. Uh, you look at what this team could be. And Jesus. I mean, we're still getting Brandon Manning. He wasn't nearly as bad as he was in New York the other night. Uh, but he was not good again. He's Brandon Manning. He's not that good. Um, I was positive we would be getting Travis Sandheim tonight. Uh, no, no such luck. Not even after a loss. Will Dave Haxtall put Travis Sandheim in for Brandon Manning? I guess Brandon Manning is the key to everything. I Maybe he's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Brandon Manning secretly owns the team. Maybe he has, maybe he's Peyton's brother for real. Maybe he's actually Cooper Manning. And uh, he's, he's got that Manning Manning dynasty money, and he bought Comcast just so uh, he could play. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can only complain about so much when uh, when they come back from 2-0 and win it in overtime. Sean Couturier gets that game winner. So I just uh, – I, I enjoyed tonight's game. The Lindros stuff was really well done. Interesting he didn't mention Ed Snyder, but, uh, you know, there's only <sighs> – I'm so torn with Eric Lindros because he's one of my all-time favorite players. He's uh, if if you read um, I re- I reposted it on Twitter today, and I, I shamelessly post it every time Eric Lindros has any sort of anything going on. Um, it's an article I initially wrote for Buzz on Broad or the Orange Update or one of them uh, called "Thank You Eric Lindros," and I reposted it when uh, he got into the Hockey Hall of Fame to uh sons of pen.com that's where you can find it thank you eric lindros on their website and i just uh, tweeted it out today and um eric lindros didn't bring us a cup here in philly but for people my age we all played street hockey every single day um that's what we did we were like the sand lot of street hockey in front of my house and uh it's because Eric Lindros, getting Eric Lindros made hockey cool here. Like, none of our dads were hockey people, you know? We are first-generation hockey lovers uh, in, in my friend group, and it's really having that type of star in Eric Lindros. And I always think I, – I looked it up today. His career high of, um, of games played for the Flyers was – 73, I think. I think he had more than 65 games played twice with the Flyers. Uh, And that's the prime of his career right there, Um, the eight years he spent in Philly. And he never once even played 80 games. He didn't play 75 games with the Flyers ever. Um, But he means so much more. Uh, And the fact that he never even played 75 games in a season – And still made the Hall of Fame is incredible. Like, he has a total what-if career. And uh, he's a Hall of Famer, even though he never came close to reaching his potential. And just seeing some of those highlights, like, damn. I wish I could have seen more Flyers games at the Spectrum. Uh, If you come here often, you know I was a Phantom season ticket holder as a child. uh, But didn't see a ton of Flyers games at the Spectrum. Um, A few here and there I have... A couple memories of seeing the Flyers play there, but not a ton. Um, I have better memories of seeing, like, when they were closing it, some preseason games there. I have better memories of Springsteen concerts at the Spectrum than I do uh, do Flyers games. But, my God, remember when goalies were small? Remember when goalies were skinny and didn't take up two-thirds of the net? Oh, my God, and the big hits. And, Jesus, I miss when hockey looked like that. Hockey is more skilled than ever, but aesthetically – Watching those Lindros highlights, maybe it's just because we had the Legion of Doom, and uh, like every highlight, you know, is, is incredible. It's just the Flyers kicking someone's ass and then scoring a goal. But uh, I miss hockey looking the way it looked then. Um, I thought the ceremony for Lindros was great. I thought the video packages were good. I didn't even mind the Kid Rock song because that song came out like ninety eight, ninety nine. We're talking about a dude who was, you know, all about he was 90s hockey in philly so i thought it worked i, I don't want to get into too much kid rock shit i think we talked about it on twitter plenty yesterday but just the song i thought it was it's a good 90s rock song it's fine everyone my age fucking loved that song we definitely had it on you know mixtapes that we played when we were out front playing street hockey so thought that was cool uh bringing out um renberg and bringing out LeClaire was awesome the uh the video tribute from all the Hall of Famers who played against him, I thought was really cool with Gretzky and that whole crew. I really enjoyed that part of it as well. He was just such a special talent, that guy. Oh my God. If he played today, it wouldn't be close. This is a guy who had who at six foot four on without skates had the type of hands he had and if you put an uh, if you put a not even the new ones that are like you can barely feel them if you put a first generation synergy in his hands he would have been unstoppable not even the the new sticks that are like they're they're almost weightless. You put that first-generation uh, silver synergy in Eric Lindros's hands for the prime of his career. Uh, my God, dominant, absolutely dominant. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get to your stuff. I don't have a ton more tonight, so let's just see what you're saying. Um, all right. All right, good question kick it off. I like this. Let's start here. Voracek hasn't scored in 11 games. Do you think he's shouldering too much of the play-driving responsibility on his line? Um, His production's never going to be that far down because um, he gets to play on that power play. Goal scoring, especially in the last couple years, has been an issue for Voracek. He just doesn't have a great shot. He just doesn't shoot the puck all that well. that said, yeah, if he was playing with Katoria and Jerusalem still, he would have a ton more goals because he is the guy uh primarily responsible for getting the puck through the neutral zone and setting up his teammates uh on offense while he's playing with Philpola, who. I don't need to see that much more of Philpola at all. And Raffle, who's a nice, you know, it's perfect to call him a Swiss army knife. He's a great utility player. Uh, you can put him up in that top six role and he's not out of place, but, you know, on a good team, he's in your bottom six. And he's great in that role. I have no problem with Raffle in your bottom six when you're depending on him just because he's a good play driver and does a lot of things pretty well. Um, and Philpola, who... I'm done with Philpula. Uh, yeah, he is probably shouldering too much of the responsibility. You're not going to get the same kind of um... go for the update, Bill. What's up, Chucky? How's it going, brother? Uh You're not going to get the same type of uh, five-on-five production out of Voracek just because of who he's playing with now. I wouldn't mind um, if Patrick keeps this. I don't want to break up that Patrick line at all. But if Patrick keeps this up, maybe get him some shifts with Jake. That's two guys who can control the puck real well. That would be a lot of fun, I think. Patrick looks faster each game. Yeah, he looks faster, and I think a lot of it is, one, he's just getting more comfortable. Two, he's getting more healthy every day. I mean, every day is another day removed from that surgery. And while his surgery wasn't as severe um, as Ghost and Jeruz, it's similar. And we saw how that slowed those two down. Every day that goes by is another day that passes since that surgery, and he's just more decisive and confident. When you believe you can make a play, you are just – you have a higher ability to go and do it. If you're, you know, thinking, what am I going to do when I get to the puck? It's going to take you longer to get to the puck. Now he's – and he made a a weird play tonight from deep in his zone. He kind of went across high um, to the point man, and I thought, you know, that was kind of a bad play, but um, I don't hate it because I'm glad he's just doing shit uh, he thought he could get away with in juniors. I'm glad he just uh, is out there trying to make plays and not overthinking, because when you overthink is when you make mistakes. So, yeah, he's getting better every night, and uh, I'm really, really enjoying watching him right now. Damn it, these comments are just coming in. There's a lot of people in here tonight. Hey Bill, was Neuvert in this game to be showcased and was it enough? I mean they don't have a backup. Sometimes sometimes the other guy has to play. Like Elliott's played nineteen out of twenty, I think, and Neuvert's in there because you you can't play the guy every night. But uh if they're showcasing him, if they want to br- they're gonna have to bring in another goalie. Um but we did all hear the reports about uh you know, they're kind of getting sick of his injury history and everything. But if he plays like this, I got no problem with him maybe getting more. Maybe they've been saving him for the second half. Maybe that's what it was. They thought, OK, Elliot can get us through the first half of the season and then down the stretch when we need uh, when we just need a fresh goalie every night, we'll be able to go back and forth or something like that be able to split them closer to 50-50 because it hasn't been any sort of tandem at all this year. It's been all Elliott. So maybe that's the thinking. I don't know. I don't know what their thinking is. You can never try to guess what Dave Hackstall's thinking with his net minders. Manning and Lutera on the power play justifies all our Haxtell criticism. It does. However, I did read a comment, a couple, a couple of, um, I, those two on the power play is just silly. It's it's not even it's not even one of those decisions you're like, "Well, mate, you're like, no, that's fucking stupid." Uh, <laughs> they're not good like anything any kind of like Brandon Manning on the power play like any kind of thing. Any any way you might want to compliment Brandon Manning using him on a power play unit is is it's it's just unjustifiable. Uh, a couple comments up I do remember now seeing um. someone said, I think Letera looked good tonight. I think he's looked better. Um, In a reduced role, you can I, – yeah, I just don't want to see the guy. But he does a couple of things well. He's not an absolute disaster like he looked earlier in the season. Uh, he looked so bad earlier this year, like worse than Dale Weiss. It was very clear early in this season. Like, Haxtell was trying to get Weiss out of the lineup. He was playing, like, when the Honeybees were still the fourth line, he was playing Weiss less than them, and the guys on his line more. So it was like he was benching Weiss basically. And he just didn't want to put Letera in there, and he finally put Letera in there, and he looked like the only guy in the league less effective than Dale Weiss. But um, I think he's been better lately, but better means he looks not out of place as a fourth liner. That's... That's what we're looking at with Letterra right now. Right now, it's like, oh, he's on the fourth line, and I don't think he um, is awful. So uh, maybe he can continue to show signs of improvement. The fact that they're still using him on the power play is ridiculous. You see all that grit from Goldborn after sitting Lear in his decent performance in New York? Yeah, that was a head-scratcher. Uh, I just, if you're going to, I guess they want, Leterra's size for, they want Goldborn because of Martin, but Goldborn, that's what I wanted to look up tonight. Goldborn played four shifts in the first period and got two minutes and six seconds of ice time. He played two shifts in the second period, got a minute and five of ice time. Uh, Let's see, he didn't play after the 635 minute of this mark of the second period. He didn't play at all in the third, and he didn't play after the six-minute mark of the second. I was. i I'm all for if you have decided um, you know, you're not going to bring up the skill players. And since good players don't grow on trees, we're going to use role players instead. And we're going to have defined roles. That's fine. I'm willing to accept it. Um, but if you're just not going to play a guy, what is the point? It, Charlie uh, O'Connor has brought this up on our show. If this is how you're going to treat the fourth line and play a guy for three minutes and 11 seconds total, that's right, 3-11, three, 3-3-11. Three, three, uh, if you're going to play a guy for three minutes and 11 seconds total, just go with 11 forwards and dress seven defensemen and get Travis Sanheim sometime. Get him sometime like this is ridiculous the kid's sitting I, I i don't understand that a little bit i i can't begin to even try to explain it it makes no sense uh the way they're handling this lineup but that is what now uh five of six they've won what is it uh, i'm looking at the schedule trying to do quick math One, two, three, four. I don't remember. They've won a D- – yeah. They beat the Islanders. They beat two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, so they've won five of six um, in January. So I I, I don't want to get too nuts about it. But what are you doing with Travis Sanheim? It doesn't make sense. Watching that ceremony, I just kept thinking what could have been if Eric Lindros didn't get hurt. Parents' as managers feud with Clark. Bittersweet. Absolutely bittersweet. Um. It's hard not to have mixed emotions about it. I am proud of Eric Lindros. I'm proud of the organization for kind of burying it all and just trying to say, you know what, let's remember the good times. But um, there is a little bit of resentment just in terms of never getting it done. If everything went the way it went, but they won in 97, I wouldn't mind. But since they didn't win in 97 – they blew the 3-1 lead against, uh, against the Devils when Lindros came back. And then the last time we saw Lindros was him laying on the ice in that game 7. Um, it is definitely bittersweet, but I'm trying to just remember the good times because um, what can you do now? You can't go back and, and, and fix it now. So, hey, man, look at those highlights. That shit was fun. That shit was a lot of fun. Did Hackstall really try to justify using Laterra, saying he'd be scoring like crazy if third assists were giving out? Was that in the Isaac piece today? Um, Was that a – I remember reading that third assist thing, but I don't remember. Was that a hack quote? Or was it just like an observation? I don't remember. But either way, it's asinine. Um, because then it's not like they score when Laterra's on the ice. They're typically on defense when is on the ice. So the idea that he'd have more points if there were three assists given out is ridiculous. And trust me, guys who would, you know, maybe pick up three ass- the third assist, pick up plenty of other assists. Look at someone like, I don't know, Eric Carlson, who Chris Pronger, guys who are... Um, You know, great breakout passers, guys who kind of control play for their team. Uh, They ended up racking up plenty of assists, even though they didn't get credit for maybe goals that they helped create um, that didn't end up on the score sheet because of an extra pass or something. Uh, That's just a ridiculous thing to say if he'd be racking up points if they gave out third assists. Uh, I, I remember reading that, too, and I actually I read that. And then I closed the story, and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I was sitting there, I was like, I just got to finish it now. I got to see how much crazier this gets. (laughs) And I reopened it. Uh, uh, That goal, the second goal, we talking about the offside? Yeah, I think that was onside. It was close. But I I hate the challenge. I hate offside in general. I think they should get rid of offside completely. That's a different argument for a different day. But I I don't care. I don't care about offside challenges. I know because it's part of it, you got to consider it. That one happened to look onside. So I don't mind that they didn't. And now that it's a penalty. Do you think Hexie is a little more aggressive at this trade deadline than usual, selling off players the previous three years? Uh, it depends on where they are. I mean, they have some room to make some moves if they want. Uh, they have some guys they could move, but if they're playing like they're playing now, you might be looking at adding a guy with an expiring contract. Maybe you can pull off the type of um, swap that um, that they did last year, like moving Strite and bringing in Philpola. Maybe you're looking at doing something like that. Maybe moving Philpola, bringing in a defenseman, a veteran defenseman or Uh, A guy who can score a little something like that. But I don't believe uh, if they're playing the way they are now, they're going to go. They're going to try to make the playoffs. They're not going to like go all in like a cup push and like move first round picks and trade prospects and shit. But uh, I I do think that if they're playing the way they are right now, they will uh, they will add. Hello from Canada. Go Flyers. Love it when you beat the Leafs. The laughs. I win money. Way to go, man. Always bet against the Leafs. Always bet against the Leafs. As great as a game this was, I'm still flabbergasted by the fact that the coaching staff thinks that Leterra and Manning are somehow going to make that second power play unit not garbage. I'm with you, bro. I would love playoff hockey this season but I'm scared they'll keep hack if he reaches post-season. Um, I think they're going to keep him for one more year regardless. Uh, I think if they were going to fire him, they had a window in November and they chose not to take it. So I think he's staying either way. Lawton has a great shot. I'd like to see Jake uh, feed him some pucks. I want Lawton and Jake together so bad. It makes no sense to me why you're keeping Philpola in that 2C role. Um, They've, moved, they've started putting Jake, like double-shifting him and getting him on with uh, Lawton and Lear some and Lawton and uh, Laterra some. But I would like to see Raffle, Lawton, and Jake play together at some point. Let's go Flyers from Casper, Wyoming. I love it. This may have been the most exciting game of the year. Your thoughts? Uh, Between the finish and the Lindros ceremony, I won't disagree. I thought it started a little slow, but it was tight checking. I just, uh, you know, you, you can't discount a great finish. And with the Lindros stuff, I thought it was a very good game. I enjoyed it. All Patrick needed is time and better wingers. We're seeing the results now. Yeah, he definitely needed time to adjust, and he is playing with uh, some suitable line mates now, and uh, we're really just starting to see him scratch the surface of uh, what we expected him to be when they drafted him second overall. Bill, who do you want getting the majority of carries Sunday? Jay man, come on. They need to go to more... They need to go more to a 3-to-1 ratio for starts between Elliott and Noivy. No more giving one 12-to-16 straight starts. Uh, can't disagree with you there. Noivy's wearing the robe. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, he, he earned it tonight, man. Um, he, he had a great game. So TK is good 3-on-3. Three three. Who would have thought? Yeah, that was uh, – man after all that that's uh, you know i guess it just takes this team a little longer to uh to realize things and and not just to criticize hack i will say that i will say that Konechny has come along a little bit recently he's been um just more uh can i don't want to say consistent because that's a cliche he's just uh that jump that's that um that jump that we notice when we're like, oh, it's going to be a TK kind of game. I've seen it more shift to shift, and I've seen him uh, get back and make plays more consistently, not cough it up along the sideboards on defense more. So I, I think he's also playing better, and he's been given more responsibility. And playing with Couturier and Giroux, he has more opportunities to make plays. And the more you make plays, the more confident you'll be in making future plays. And I think that's what we're seeing. It's all starting to come together for the kid. I just realized no Wiese tonight. Yeah, Wiese doesn't usually play. Why have Goldborn up here if Voracek is just going to double shift for him late in games? Uh, That's a great question. It's not even late. He didn't. He played six shifts. He played for three minutes and 11 seconds total tonight. They aren't using 12 forwards. What's the point of this? I will not. You can't make me understand it. Uh, I, I don't have any info on Moran's injury. Uh I think he was supposed to come back this week, if I'm not uh if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not totally sure on that. Bill Lindblom got named to the AHL All Star game. Do you think Hexy will call him up this season? Maybe after the trade deadline, putting him on the fourth line, uh, would be a waste in my opinion. Maybe. I, I can see him coming up um now kind of like uh kind of like wheel did last year where he finally gets a shot so that's what i'm hoping about that's what i'm hoping for when are we gonna see limblom Man, i really really thought um when when limblom didn't make the team out of camp that we were gonna get to see uh that we would see him right after Christmas. That was my thing. But it took him a little while to get going in the AHL. Maybe it was just adjusting uh, to coming over, adjusting to a new league, adjusting to new teammates, whatever it was. And it could be a little bit of a letdown from, he had to think he was making the team, you know? We all thought, if, if he has an internet connection, which I assume he does, um, he was reading every day, Oh, yeah, Lindblom's making this team, especially after they traded Braden Shen. We all looked at each other at the draft party and said, oh, they traded Braden Shen. So that means Lindblom's just stepping right into his spot on the power play. That's what we all thought. So uh, he had to at least somewhere deep down think he was making the team. And there might have been a little drop off, a little bit of a disappointment getting sent down to the AHL. But he's really come on now. And uh, I think we'll see him like around the time we saw Jordan Wheel last year. Third assists, why not go to four so everyone on the ice gets a point? Yeah, that's a, you know, like, wouldn't uh, – let me just, for fun, I, I know it's a, a dumb stat, and I even said it to somebody on Twitter tonight because it is a dumb stat, but uh, Yuri Letera, if he was, you know, picking up all these third assists, um, wouldn't he have a better plus-minus because he's minus five? Uh, so, like – wouldn't that reflect the other? If he was picking up these – if if he was creating these goals, wouldn't that be a better I – mean, who knows? He's got three assists in, you know, uh, 28 games this year. So he's 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 not creating points if they gave fourth, fifth, sixth assists, any of it. You don't want Haxtell near Patrick and Konechny the way they've come on? Proverov, Ghost, any of them, they're all getting better under Hackstall. That's one thing you can't deny. Great save by Neuvert again in OT and then picks up an assist on the winner. Did he get the assist on the winner? Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty good. Who do I think will win the Super Bowl? Fucking Eagles, baby. I'm not going to start betting against them now. The Hockey News has us as the team with the best uh, financial positioning going forward, good contracts, and a ton of cap space. Uh, Okay. I like JJ Jonesy and Bundy. I don't like that they highlight bad stats like hits, block shots, and plus minus. They should strive for some deeper analysis than that. I agree. I just don't know. Um I don't know if our fan base is ready for that kind of stuff. You know, I I I hate to put it that way. I don't know. Uh it's some some broadcasts will bring up uh, other, other, you know, less popular statistics. Um, I wonder if it's like a directive from the team. I, I don't know. Um, but I I don't look for analysis from the broadcasters. I'm just trying to enjoy the game. That's the thing is I don't need the hometown broadcasters really analyzing all that much. That's, that's just me, though. So other people feel differently. I don't. I'm just looking for, you know. Three dudes to hang out with for for sixty minute for a sixty minute game. It's awesome to see Knyckney rack up seven points in ten games since spring since being promoted to the top line. Fully agree. Um, you want to use him in an offensive role. That's what he's best at, and uh, you're you're finally seeing him start to uh, come to fruition in terms of consistent offensive production because he made a lot of plays before just uh you know creating chances for himself getting breakaways but he wasn't burying them uh doing some things but at a certain point you want to see tangible production and now we're getting it and it's absolutely outstanding do you think they may move a defensive asset for say another young scorer like alex Galchenyuk? Um, wouldn't hate that at all if they've decided someone like Samuel Moran is just not going to crack our lineup. Um, you know, Phil Myers is probably going, if he's able to stay healthy, move ahead of Moran in terms of prospect depth. And then you have Mark Friedman, he'll be coming up at some point. and And uh, you have the guys who are up here already. I wouldn't mind it at all. I wouldn't mind it a little bit. As far as Hackstall goes, unless there's a complete collapse, I think he's safe to be back. We might bemoan the way the process is running, but they're a borderline playoff team on the borderline of the playoffs. If we're going to rip Hack for benching Sandheim, we also have to recognize that he's taking the wraps off Patrick and especially Connect Me of late. Yeah, these are all things that uh, we've talked about on BSH Radio lately. Uh, as much as it is absolutely ridiculous how they've treated Travis Sanheim. Um, a guy like Nolan Patrick, and of course he's the second overall pick made the team at 19 years old. So you have to see something there and you have to try to get as much out of him as possible, but he kept him playing top nine minutes, you know, after a first half of the season where let's be honest, he did not earn those minutes. Now, do they have, um, a bunch of guys who, you know, wildly outplayed him, maybe Scott Lawton, you know, um, Philpill is the veteran and you know they love veterans, so they're gonna keep him up at the top of the depth chart. But um other you know, it's uh the fact that he kept with Patrick and saw it and said, I know he's gonna we're gonna be able to get something out of him and uh, now they are, is it's I think it's a credit to hack. And again, I don't like hack. I don't like but I don't like any coach. That's the thing is I think most coaches are bad. Um and you just gotta assemble as many good players as possible and basically make uh, their choices. Um, you have to eliminate the possibility of bad decisions. Coaches will make bad decisions. Uh, so the GM has to eliminate those possibilities. And the more good players you, uh, you put together, the less possibility there is for them to screw it up. That's, that's how I look at coaches. How do you think Wheel looked? I think Wheel has looked more like the Jordan Wheel from last year lately. Uh, more jump in his step, more uh, winning battles behind the net, more getting to the net, and that's who Jordan Wheel is. So uh, I hope it continues. I hope that line sticks together and uh, really, really starts, to, uh, really starts to rack up the points together. Can we get some flyers in your background there seems appropriate. I'm going to be making some uh I'm going to be making some set changes maybe this weekend. I got some things I'm working on. It's uh, this room it's it's behind these are movers blankets. These are curtains that are hanging like this side is uh, like there's a wall here, but this is just blanket hanging from ceiling. And same thing behind me, blanket hanging from ceiling. So it's hard to put shit on the walls, but I'm going to be making some set changes this weekend for the people who love to join me every week. I'll have some stuff for you. Still too much passing. Seemed on par to have an outcome like the Rangers game. I would say wheel has had a spark the last few games. Yeah, they had, uh, I thought early in the game, oddly enough, they uh, they had more of a shoot first mentality after a Rangers game in which I don't know if they ever shot. I don't know if they had any shots. Uh, I can't believe they scored a goal considering all they did was pass. They, it must have just bounced in off of a a, 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 a misdirected pass. Um uh, but late, like in the middle of the second period, they just—it seemed like they had no interest in shooting. And then late, you had to just get pucks on net. You're down two nothing, and uh, started to come around. But it is—it is still a team that looks to overpass. But I can't criticize them too much because they're winning right now. They're winning way more than they're losing since the ten-game losing streak. Do you think Haxall is going to finish? out his contract year also how do you feel about jeru being on the right wing but also taking face offs when the final three are left and he only had one what i don't know what you're talking about joey who did you take to your senior prom a girl named mary why not dress 7d men like the lightning do if they're going to play, uh, if they're going to play Goldborn three minutes and 11 seconds, the way they have been, uh, and if my alternative is like a Weese, um, I'd much rather them dress seven defensemen than do what they've been doing. It just makes no sense to me what they're doing. Question, if you did a power ranking for the coaches of the four major sports teams in Philly, where would you put Hack? Steph will probably put him seventh. Um, Well, it's hard because Gabe Kapler hasn't, like, managed a game yet, but I find him entertaining. I find him far more entertaining than Hack, so I guess I got to – I mean, what does Brett Brown do, really? Like, is Brett – like, Brett Brown's probably a terrible coach, right? I don't know. I don't know if he's a bad coach. Like uh, they win some. They I I don't. It's that's a really tough question. Doug has to be uh, Doug, and then Kapler, just based on entertainment, and then Brown, and then Hack. I guess I don't know. Perkard, Cheedy, Flyers have been one, twelve, and two when trailing after two. Big win, big win, and that's a thing that Flyers teams uh, got used to doing for a few years. Giroux teams, especially, was battling back, and that really hasn't been there of late. So, I hope they can uh, keep that trend going because one, twelve, and two is abysmal. That means you're not even putting up a fight when trailing after two. Filppula shoot the pucks sometimes. Yeah, um, he had a series where he had two shots and didn't take either of them. Uh, the first one, he got the puck like in the slot and looked up like he was gonna shoot and just didn't, and then lost it. And then on the second one, he just took a second too long and then flubbed the shot, and nothing happened. And he could have had easily two scoring chances on the play. He's a very frustrating player. Moran has been back for the last few Phantoms games. Okay. Can anyone answer this? I am 28. No, shit, 29 years old. Thanks, Tom. Dave Strelly. I, l- I do love Dave. He's great. Of the fourth period, says the players are calling Couturier Rocket. That's good shit. That's good shit. I mean, he's scoring. He's scoring. Maybe he can get up there. Your facial expressions are genuinely mad funny. I know. I like to capture them in the in the still shot that I put on the website. Hopefully, Noivy takes us on a big win streak. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, I just need Neuvert to be able to play every couple of games, just every, you know, a couple times a month. Just spell Elliot, because we know what happens when Neuvert plays a bunch of games in a row. He gets hurt, and then you can't use him at all. So I just need him to be able to do the bare minimum. Bill, do you start Noivy again? back to back uh, let's see what is today Today was Toronto on Friday then they have Jersey and Washington <sighs> I would start him against Washington. Uh, I would start him on I would start him on a Sunday that 12:30 game on Sunday and uh, put Elliot back in on Saturday. Because Elliot's still your number one. Um, Neuvert is playing well right now, but I don't want to push him because he'll get hurt, and then we won't have him at all. They'll have to call up Alex Lyon again, who won't get into a game because he's not very good. And then Elliott's a 33-year-old guy starting the entire month of February. So I, I don't want to start him two games in a row, even if they have a day off. Will you be watching the Puppy Bowl or the Super Bowl? Isn't the Puppy Bowl on before the Super Bowl, so can't I watch both? Alex, you're going to the game in Washington on Sunday. Have fun, man. I hope they win for you. Just chiming in, but how about Noivy? His left half was human, but I don't know what the fuck was going on with his right side. Plus, I thought Patrick looked quicker and comfortable. Um, Yeah, he's just – they're both – They're both playing at a high level right now. They're both kind of playing up to where they're supposed to be. Bill, Embiid said he moved on from Rihanna. Did she F up? Uh, Yeah, I mean, come on. Embiid's about to be the biggest star on the planet after this All-Star game. So, you know, you shot him down when you could have bought low. That's what happens sometimes. Who the fuck is Post Malone, Joey? Look for Patrick to take on a bigger role here soon. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what you're looking. I was I thought all year that this was a team that could have a big second half because it's young and uh, some guys are going to take step for, steps forward throughout the year. And I think that's what we're seeing. I think uh, Nolan Patrick is stepping up uh, and Travis Konechny is stepping up and you're just seeing guys outside of the top line make plays. And when that happens, you're going to have better outcomes than you did in the first half of the season when only Giroud, Couturier, and Voracek were scoring. So hopefully this keeps up. Did we actually go a game without allowing a power play goal? <laughs> Still think Lappy needs to go and hit the reset button on the PK. Yeah, I mean, they didn't allow a, uh, they didn't allow a power play goal but they only had two power play opportunities, so it's not like they were really tested a ton. I hope Chicago doesn't make the playoffs and Quenville gets fired and we snag him. I'd take Quenville. i would be fine with me. The demise of Wayne Simmons were greatly exaggerated. Uh, they were. He was definitely dealing with an injury in the beginning of the season, and sometimes we mistake... Being hurt for wearing down, and I was a, uh, I was a little nervous that um, that Simmons was starting to um, just show the toll his body is taking for being, you know, a premier power forward for years now, uh, and uh, all the pucks that hit him, the battles he's been in, the fights he gets in, the physical style he plays. So you have to weigh one against the other, and I thought maybe uh oh, uh, yeah, this is looking kind of like he's wearing down a little, much like we all did with Giroux. Like, oh, Jeru's in decline. No, Giroux was hurt, and he was the only guy on the team who could do anything. Uh, now other players are kind of helping carry the load a little, and we're seeing those both of those guys um, get back to kind of who we thought they were. Update on Solars. I haven't heard anything lately. I think he's still a while away. Are we going to see any good call-ups that can actually score goals? Is secondary scoring getting better? Um, I think Lindblom's going to be up at some point. Might not be till the trade deadline, which is, what, the February 26th. It's a Monday. They play Montreal. They're in Montreal the day of the uh, trade deadline. Okay. Yeah, so I, it, we, it might be another month, but I do believe we will at least get Lindblom before the end of the season. Does Simmons still go even if we are in the playoff hunt? Uh, Elliot Friedman and a lot of insiders are saying it's like almost um, inevitable that they're going to re-sign Wayne Simmons. To me, it has to come down to what can you get for him versus what's it going to cost. I would have to do you know the cost analysis. I would have to see what he's looking for, see what kind of return we could get for him, all that stuff. Um, if the price was right, I would love for him to stay. Uh, it just depends on all of that. Uh, but if you listen to if you listen to people who are, you know, supposedly plugged into the league, and Elliot Friedman is as good as anybody uh, for the NHL, he says it's um, it's. I guess teams have called about Wayne Simmons, and Ron is like, "Yeah, nah, we're keeping him." So if you believe that, uh, it doesn't look like he's. It's an inevitable trade now. It's actually going to be the other way. Would you trade Noivy for a third rounder? Um, yeah, if Stolarz was healthy, but he's not, they would only they would be left with one goaltender. So, I uh, you know I would like uh, I would like for something to happen, but right now he is your best option at backup. So, uh, w- without him, you just have a thirty three year old goalie who is looking like maybe he's starting to wear down. He's definitely getting tired. Uh, his arms are starting to sag. He's getting more and more beatable up high. So um, I just – they need to be able to play a second goalie, and they don't have one right now outside of uh, outside of Noyvi. So, yeah, a third-rounder would be a fine return for him, but they need a backup. <laughs> Thoughts on the Phantom? Interference call on Raffle wasn't an intentional dive. I don't think it was an intentional dive. I think uh he just kind of tripped over his own skates and Raffle happened to be, you know, skating by and his stick was sort of in the area, so they, they just called him for I don't know. That was a really weird call, but I don't think it was a dive. I think he just fell. Bottom line, are we a playoff team or are we not? We're looking good right now, but the Rangers game, uh what would you Do, would you not shower because you ugly, stinky man, Bill? Um, I showered like an hour ago, bro. Um, Oh, trying to reconnect. We reconnected. A playoff team right now? Yeah, sure, why not? They're a borderline playoff team. They could get in. Do you think Lappy is back next season? I don't know how he can be. He's had nothing but awful results as the penalty kill coach. I don't know how you can possibly bring him back. Since it looks like Simmons was just battling through an injury, his price tag is going to go back up some. Do you think the Flyers can sign him in the long term or have him move him at some point before his contract is up? I would honestly give him the TJ Oshie deal. If you could get him in at under six, I don't really care about the length of it because the idea to me is you're a cup contender. Um, before it starts to uh, really hit you hard. Uh, And as long as his his cap hit is like under six mil, I think you can deal with it. And then if he's wearing down and overpaid at the end, you can uh, can deal with it because he gave you uh, a little bit longer uh, while you were making a push for the cup. What would be your ideal return for Simmons if they need to move him? A, uh, I would want kind of what they got from Mike Richards. I would hope for um, a young guy with goal-scoring potential like Wayne Simmons, uh, a roster player, you know, uh, two, three years in the league like Simmons had at the time, um, and a prospect like Braden Shen was. That's what I would hope for. Maybe a pick, too. Uh, I guess depending on the quality of the two players you get determines – how high the pick would be. I wouldn't need the pick to be super high if you got a, uh, a Simmons-Shen-esque return. But um, I think that would be fair, right? Are you going to wear a dog mask Sunday? I'm not. I'm not going to the game, and I'm not going to be wearing a dog mask sitting in my buddy's living room. I think that would just be asinine okay guys um 52 minutes i think that's about all the time we have for you tonight uh thanks for hanging out with me i love doing these after wins they are so much more fun after wins tonight was an exciting one we had the Lindros stuff so it was just uh it was just a fun night overall in Flyerland. uh announcement for you guys though we have a new member to the bsh radio family the fly podcast has joined us so go over to broadstreethockey.com check that out i'm pretty sure if you're uh if you're subscribed to our show on like iTunes or whatever whatever podcast sound i'm pretty sure it's on our soundcloud page too so i probably should have looked all this up before i told it to you but i'm just kind of spitballing here cuz it's the end of the show um Go check them out, because uh, we're going to be bringing you even more content now. Uh, our buddies over at Fly Purboly have joined the Broad Street Hockey Radio family, and they're going to be doing a whole extra show for you every single week. So check that out. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's all we got for you this week. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I will see you again, I guess, next week. Uh, we'll probably do a group post game on Sunday. So I'll talk to you on Sunday. Take it easy, everybody. Go Eagles. Hello.